Welcome back to Can't Relate Podcast. We are here for Epi 4. We know you can't wait for more. Listen while you are out the door. (laughs) I thought you were going to say at the store. That's what I thought you were going to say. You can listen while you're at the store or out the door. And this is now a freestyle rapping podcast. Mm. Mm. Rapping and running. I love it. Hello, everyone. And you know me by now, but I'm Kelsey. I'm Alex. And I'm Riley. And I'm a little, how you say horse? Horse. (laughs) How do you say horse in Spanish? How do you say caballo? Is that how you say it? I don't know. I feel like it is. I'll have to Google it. That sounds like mouth. Oh. Um, No, isn't it? Mouth is boca. Okay, and by that I meant head. (laughs) Isn't that cabeza? Cabeza. Oh, okay, see, that sounds like, like the whitest girl. I can't. Yeah, we go. <laughs> oh, no. Guys, I'm so it happy to is. see you. It's been so long. I know. Um, I'm coming back real tan and real horse. And by tan, I was kidding, by the way. If you, yeah. I don't do that. I don't get tan. Um, But the dry Arizona air, and I'm not complaining, really did a number on these old vocal cords so that's why I'm coming to you I'm not gonna say I'm sound like Sophia Bush but Ugh. you're welcome if only we all <laughs> sounded like Sophia Bush she's my favorite character of all time Brooke Davis is I know as is probably mine too if I really thought about it and I could go on forever about why she's such a good character so and we will and yeah, that feels like a whole other episode. It does. And I could do a solo episode on that because I honestly don't need anyone else to talk about her. Stucky's going to have a mini-sode. <laughs> Where I only talk about Sophia Bush and my love for her. Yeah, oh, I love her so much. Yeah. Those I'm really, dimples. this is me honestly manifesting her as a guest because that's the dream. Absolutely. One of my dream guests. Absolutely. I love her. She's so good. So, okay, so you were in Arizona. What were you doing in Arizona? Okay, visiting little Kels over there. Um, You know, a little game called the Super Bowl was played there, and so we um, watched what? that. We we went. Just <laughs> we kidding. Didn't. We didn't. We'll be honest. And who won, just in case anyone missed it? Well, our hometown team, the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes himself. Best. It was... Our sweetie, sweetie boy. What a crazy game, you guys. I know. It was amazing. It was the best weekend of my life. Seriously. I I really feel that. I do, too. In my bones. Wow. Guys, I have an embarrassing story for you. You do? I do. I'm so glad you were. And I need you guys... I honestly need you guys to be able to relate to it. Because I really feel a lot of embarrassment about it. (laughs) So I am leaving Stretch Zone today. Oh, it's another Stretch Zone? Well, no, no, no. This is just like where (laughs) – this is just where I was. Okay. So I'm leaving Stretch Zone on my way to meet my friend, Allison. 
we were going to go get our nails done and get lunch because I didn't have school today. And so she's like, hey, will you, I don't have time to grab Starbucks. Do you mind doing it on our, on your way? So I was like, oh, no problem. So I'm looking up like the closest Starbucks. So I'm just looking at my phone. I'm crossing the parking lot, looking at it. And I open my car door and I go to get inside. It's not my car. <sighs> I get inside this car and it's not mine. You guys, I, I immediately started sweating. (laughs) I didn't know what to do because honestly, if I immediately got out, I was like, people are going to think I'm stealing this car. Like I'm casing the joint, like looking for people. I I didn't know what to do. I was so embarrassed. Like I, I looked around. I was like, who else is in this parking lot right now watching me do this? Is stretch zone watching me do this? Because they're going to think I'm a criminal or my, I went so far as to be like, should I go back and wipe my fingerprints <laughs> oh. from this handle? Because what if someone goes in and they're like, this like smells a little different. Someone's been in here. And then it made me think, okay, I wonder how many people have gotten in my car accidentally. <laughs> Wait, why was well, it, it probably unlocked? wasn't unlocked. That's their fault. You, you think so? Yeah, they were asking yeah, for it. They were asking for it. You think so? Because I'm suffering so much embarrassment. It's honestly all I've thought about today. Well, don't leave your car unlocked. <laughs> it's their fault. Okay. And this uh, is not victim blaming. Okay. Don't leave your car unlocked. Here's the thing. Was it at least your same make and model? No. <laughs> <laughs> Same color? It was roughly the same color. (laughs) (laughs) Roughly. (laughs) Like they were in the same color family. Same color family. Is that what they're called? The owner didn't see you. What? The owner didn't see you. I don't know if they did. Honestly though, what would you do? if you? did you get in the back seat? (laughs) I got in the What? Why would you get in the back back seat? seat? I can't drive from the back seat. It wasn't an Uber. To be honest, I zoned out. I, I zoned out a little bit in that story, and for some reason, I was picturing you getting coffee for Alice. What? No, I'm leaving Stretch Zone, looking at my phone to like find the nearest coffee place, and I get in this person's car. Wait, could you sit? I am fully about to drive away in this person's vehicle. If the car had started, we would have been gone. And that's my embarrassing story for today. I'm like, honestly, you guys. And I would love picturing you. Yeah. Sitting in the driver's seat. Yeah. Did when was the moment? That I realized uh-huh. it was really quick. Like, I don't want you guys thinking I was sitting in this car for like five minutes. No, I know. I know. It was like it, the whole but encounter. The fact that you sat. The whole encounter was if someone was timing me, probably a minute. That's a long time. Right. It was. I have thought of really nothing else today. <laughs> I've heard of people getting in. The wrong car before, but not, I think typically it's the same kind of car. Right. Yeah. I wish I had an explanation for you guys. <laughs> um, 
the only thing I can tell you is um, I was just distracted by my phone. And that and is why fine. phones don't text are and the walk, devil people. <laughs> and we have learned a lesson here today. Yeah, yeah. And um, lock your car. How about that? Yeah. What What would you guys have done if you What would you have done if you'd walked out and someone was sitting in your car? Would you approach them or would you be like, oh, they're probably crazy? If it was Alex Stucky, I probably would like. But not everyone I, knows me. No, I know, but you don't look like a person that's going to abduct me. And they never do. <laughs> yeah. Ever heard of Ted Bundy? Well, if, okay. <laughs> you know what? Touche. Because wasn't he kind of hot? Yeah. Yes, people lo- like, loved Zac him. Efron. People fell in love with him. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. That's the thing. They never look like they're going to kill you. Well, I've seen some mugshots in my day. Yeah, but that's after they've been on the chase, after the police have roughed them up a bit. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's not when they're on. That's the not when clean. they're prowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. What, Be alert, people. What about the um, Idaho murders? Would you have thought Brian Koberger? Who? <laughs> Uh, his behavior, from what I've heard from other students, yeah, directly, they told me that yeah, they called he you. Wait, kind of had an off vibe, and so I think maybe I would suspect. Okay, wait, that. I'm gonna embarrass myself a little bit here. The Idaho murders. Oh, that the house. The, yeah, the the mm-hmm. college students. Right. What's been haunting me mm-hmm. for the past few months? That house had f- four, six people in it. At yeah, because two of them made it, right? Yes, six people in it at the time in my senior house at KU was seven people so I like immediately put myself there yeah and was like oh I was safe in my house because we had so many people nope you're never safe oh nope Second never, I'm taking notes on all the lessons I'm learning today yeah, yeah. keep I hope everyone listening has a notepad because yeah. honestly we just want everyone to be safe out there yeah mm. take notes that's what this podcast is about it's a safety podcast now Stay, what was your word, Kels? Vigilant? <laughs> okay. Stay vindicative. <laughs> Kelsey, we were FaceTiming right before recording, and she goes, my favorite word is vindicative. <laughs> and I meant indicative. Or I really do, and I've even used it before, and... I mixed two words, okay? I like But honestly, what would that word mean? Because nothing. Well, no, we could merge the definition. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like so, so then it, yeah. then we could actually use it. Indicating revenge. Oh. Ooh. That's what Kelsey meant. Can we can that be the uh, episode name? Vindicative. <laughs> <laughs> Vindicative shit. Yes. Kind of like vigilante shit. I was Is that how you said that word? Gonna say that. <laughs> vigilante? Oh. She even says it in the song. I thought she was Can like you? singing it for like a fact. Guys, I'm really sorry. I was like that today. <laughs> well, you know how like you know how people like like mix words or, or you know like stretch words like what did T-Pain say? Wisconsin. <laughs> well, that's T-Pain. Not too easy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
but it's that's how you say it vigilante and you know we're just learning so much today but also vigilant is a word so maybe that's what you're thinking yeah so you stay i knew that word okay i really thought taylor was like singing it like that on like but do you know like make the song like flow Yeah. yeah do did you know that vigilant and vigilante are different words though I didn't know vigilante was a word. Okay, that's what so. I, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to ask Miriam about that too? Nope. Okay. All right, moving on. I'm going to... Guys, what are we talking about this episode? ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. Ignorant. I'm going to say ignoranty on that one. <laughs> oh, I like that. Kelsey's new favorite fake word. Yep. Okay, so today... Wait, guys. Hang on. Is- Wait, yeah. I think we need a little um, <laughs> drum roll because it's Riley's birthday when you're listening to this, this episode. This is my birthday episode. Text her if you haven't. Yeah. Make sure you wish her happy birthday. Message Thank her. You. Thank you in advance. We're recording early, but like, how do you think you're going to feel? Do you think you're going to feel older? Do you think you're going to okay. feel... Actually, so I'm like not a big oh no I'm old now kind of person mm-hmm. not really it doesn't really bother me but I will say so I'm prepared to turn 29 okay like I love 29 yeah I'm prepared I'm like yeah bring it on 29 and I know 30s coming up and that's a big birthday and I I had the realization though that you know when you turn one like on your first birthday right you've already experienced one full year like one day of the year once right yes so after february 23rd i'm going to start experiencing each day my 30th time so basically i'm 30 (laughs) no (laughs) right like this will be my 30th february 23rd of being alive even though i'm turning 29 because by the time you get to your first birthday you've already that'll be your second time experiencing that day i know riley you taught me that i know and you know someone on instagram taught me that because she said she was turning i think 29 or something and she said my 30th year is gonna be great and i'm like you're turning 29 but she was right yeah, me and Mariah were just talking about this today. And that's what freaks me out because I was ready for 29, but I wasn't prepared for 30 yet. I am <laughs> stumped. <laughs> so why are we ever zero? You're never, You're zero. never zero. So why don't we come out one? I know because we haven't achieved one yet. Oh, so it's like an achievement. achievement. It's a participation like, medal thing. It's like thing. by the time I turn 29, I'm done being 29. Really? Done with my 29th year. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm going to need to think on that. Yeah. For a second. Do. So that's what I had the realization of the other night going to bed and not being able to sleep. And then I was like, oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> Between the Idaho murders and birthdays, are you getting much sleep? Honestly, uh, if we're going to call back le- the last episode, yeah. 
I have noticed I have not slept like a normal eight hour night. I don't know since two weeks ago. I've kept waking up from dreams or not being able to fall asleep. Weird. And I'm going to blame Arizona for that. Oh. Every night in Arizona? You didn't sleep in Arizona? I could. It, I just had a hard time falling asleep. Huh. It's been like that for about like a couple of weeks now. So Sorry. Maybe That's it's weird. I don't know. So we're working on that. <laughs> okay. Did you hear my dog? Jeez. <laughs> Sorry if Whoop. our fans can hear. The I know. Dogs I wonder what they're doing. Barking at something else. I was just having this conversation today. What do you think she's saying? I don't know. I would love to know. She's probably yeah. just saying, but go where you go. Away. Away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> what do you want to Christmas? Okay, and Kelsey's <laughs> new Instagram has started. She interprets your dogs. That's bark. absolutely <laughs> yeah. for actually no. That's it's just one of business. our. That's just one of our podcast fees. If you would like that's for her our segment in, for her in, to interpret your dog, go ahead yeah. and write in. Send us an email with a picture of your dog, and Kelsey mm. will give it a voice. A, a picture and a voice note of them barking. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Kelsey will interpret mm-hmm. it for you. Are you engaged in planning your bachelorette party or a maid of honor planning the bride-to-be's bachelorette party of her dreams? Look no further than Scottsdale Bachelorette in sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. Scottsdale is the perfect place to celebrate with the great weather, scenic views, and all-around good vibes. From pre-arrival decorating to kitchen stocking, Scottsdale Bachelorette does it all so that you can plan less and party more. Check out Scottsdale Bachelorette on Instagram or head on over to their website at scottsdalebachelorette.com and book your party today. Okay, but anyway, so that's how I feel about turning 29, but really 30. But really 30. <laughs> wow. Um, but in honor of my birthday episode, Stucky, I just want to remind you that you didn't let me um, do the introduction to my own birthday episode. Um, this has been something Sucky really likes and Kelsey does the introduction and she just doesn't really want me to do it. And this is my birthday episode. So I don't know that that was true. It's the least you could do. I don't know that that was true. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's a true statement. I didn't pass. Roll the tape. Audition. Roll the tape. I don't know that that's true. <laughs> okay. One of these days I'm going to do the intro. And it might be next week. And I'm going to wow you. I can't wait. Can't wait for you to sound just like me. Can't wait. Can't relate. Okay. But in honor of my birthday, I wanted to talk about my favorite subject, relationships, because I love love. It's called being a codependent. Look it up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But Stuck had the best little um, idea for... What we're going to talk about specifically about relationships. Do you want to do you want to give us a little intro on that, Stuckle? Sure. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast, The Happiness Lab by Dr. Lori Santos. She teaches um I believe it's called Psychology and the Good Life. It's a class oh, at Yale. Cool. Um and 
specific it's a great podcast check it out after you listen to ours um and this specific episode talked about choice overload Mm. which i found so fascinating this idea of too many choices and not just in the sense of like oh i don't know which ice cream flavor at baskin robbins to pick Mm -hmm. out of the 31 um or like i don't know what to watch on netflix i mean like the daily choices that we make starting from when we wake up in the morning Mm. to like what i'm gonna wear to what i'm gonna have for dinner and the mental exhaustion that all that all of those take so i did a little after listening to the podcast i did a little self experiment oh yeah so as we talked about, I can't remember if it was last, no, last week was Nickelback, but my can't relate two <laughs> weeks ago was about uh, cooking, if you remember. And we all know how I feel about it. And so to kind of, oh, I, I was thinking, I was reflecting and thinking like, is it the actual act of cooking I don't like, or am I exhausted by that time of day mm. and hate making the choice? And so I made a a meal plan Uh and they were things that didn't take too long to make I already knew I was good at making them Mm -hmm. and I made I list out all the ingredients for it and I am going to use that for two months okay and I'm not going to change my menu now I'm kind of a creature of habit anyway so like I can eat the same thing over and over okay so I don't know if this would work for everybody but it's one less choice I have to make uh-huh. down to like the actual physical grocery list. And I'm going to see what it does for me. I am so interested in this. Yeah. I'm excited because I think I, uh, the cho- just the choices add up and I never thought about it. I also read this statistic. Kelsey, I don't remember where this was, so maybe you will when I say it, but there's been this – quote that people like throw out there that teachers make more minute by minute decisions in a day than brain surgeons wow now that doesn't talk about like what type of like I'm not making life or death decisions right but just the actual like can you go to the bathroom uh what am I going to do right now right can you go get a drink uh do I need to do this or that like Mm -hmm. just the little ones but Anyway, so this idea of choice overload is what I love that I'm fascinated by right now. And we thought that in a relationship context, what is more relevant than the apps? Ugh. The apps. And choice overload, especially with the apps. And we have the choices of people all over the world, whereas back in the day, it was yeah. the choice of the person across the street i was gonna say johnny next door johnny next door mm. <laughs> <laughs> the boy johnny next door, next door. <laughs> yeah. yeah you had johnny next door or you had jimmy next door take your pick <laughs> and they're brothers <laughs> so your your new last names is the same either way <laughs> choose wisely oh man. <laughs> But Um, honestly, on the apps, 
I've never been closer to letting my parents do an arranged marriage for me <laughs> than well, when I'm swiping on the apps. Mail order? That's what mail order brides are for. I wonder if they have mail order husbands. I'm. We should um, look into that. I'm sure. I'll, I'll let you guys know. Thank you. Don't worry. I'll do some research. Wait, have you seen Indian Matchmaker, though? Okay, I've seen, uh, like, one or two episodes. How did you stop at one or two? Um, <sighs> You can say it's not for you. That's fine. No, no, no. It is for me. I, I do this thing where, speaking of choice overload, <laughs> where I rewatch oh. the same shows when I'm anxious. Like, I don't want to make the choice to watch something new. Okay. I want to go back to that, like, familiar. Okay. Familiarity thing. Well, I highly recommend Indian Matchmaker. It's very I'll go interesting. Back to it. And all you listeners. Her and Adam watched that. That's honestly all I remember last time Riley was here for Waste Management Super Bowl weekend. Because her and Adam just kept wanting to watch it. And then... This time, one of the first things out of Riley's mouth is, can we watch Indian Matchmaker? <laughs> <laughs> and it's we so good. Okay, I'll tell but. you why it's so good. I am, I mean, this isn't like a just a me thing. I'm very fascinated by other cultures, right? And some of these people, like, it's almost like a spectrum of arranged marriages. Swear, <laughs> excuse me, some of the people on the show live in India and it's very normal to do arranged marriages. Mm -hmm. Whereas some of the clients of this matchmaker lady, I can't Seema, Seema auntie or something. This is her name. Um, the matchmaker. Yeah. Okay. Some of her clients live are they're Indian from India but they live in the states and they've dated normally but they ask her to like match them with someone and they go on they they get a choice like they go on dates and stuff it's like do you guys remember the show millionaire matchmaker it is like that yes did you guys did you watch that show I saw a couple episodes it's I used to really like it um I don't even know if it's still on anymore but um yeah. I thought it was interesting. It was it's like, like that, though. They look through a book and yeah. yeah, and well, and they like coached these millionaires how to date, which I thought was interesting. But anyway, they kind of do that a little bit. Do they? I, yeah, like give, they give it like you need to be more open minded. You need to, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just think. I think what's sometimes frustrating. No, I don't know if it's frustrating. Hard maybe about the apps is you give up. It's almost easy. It's too easy to give up. Yeah. It's too easy to be like, I'm in this conversation with someone and that's a, that thing you said is like maybe a little weird. Like it reads weird. Yeah. So I'm just going to. Next. Uh, next. Thank you, next. I'm going to keep swiping. Yeah. And so you never really get this. You never really get to know somebody. Whereas if you were at a bar, mm-hmm. you only have the people at the bar right and then that's cut in half because probably half are women right and then even and then that pool of men is probably cut in half because some of them are in relationships relationships. some are gay some are you know whatever and yeah and so your pool is so small 
And so when you're talking to them, it's like, yeah, maybe that, maybe that thing you said is like a little weird, but I'm going to keep, I'm going to like breeze past it because I can see you. Right. And like, yeah. well, and, and like, we can move you on can feel the vibes. Right. That's so much a part of it, I think, too. It just makes it hard. And I don't want to use the word settle. I don't, because I don't, I don't ever want to feel like I'm like settling in my life, but it makes it hard to be okay with a choice you've made. Okay. I have so much to say about this. Yeah. Okay. So I read a book called How to Not Die Alone by Logan Yuri. She is the, or I don't know if she still is. At one point, she was the director of relationship science at Hinge. Okay. Hello, dream job. I literally have Googled careers at Hinge or Bumble because I am so interested in the data behind matching and like how people, who ends up together and who actually goes on. Like I could just read a book about that all my whole life. So if, hey, if anyone from Hinge or Bumble is hiring, let me know. Okay. Anyway, um, so she noted three dating tendencies that people struggle with. The first is the hesitator. They don't think they are ready for dating because they are not the person they want to be yet. So they're, they they want to feel completely ready before putting themselves out there and they have unrealistic expectations of themselves second one romanticizer <coughs> they are you can kind of tell what they are they're the the ones who love love the hopeless romantics um they believe they're single because they haven't met the right person yet they have an unrealistic expectation of what love is and then maximizers they want to explore their options and be absolutely confident that they're making the right decision and they want to make sure they're not settling and they struggle to commit because they're worried about missing out on someone better and then when they do commit they torture themselves thinking about whether they made the right decision so Mm -hmm. I think that that's super relevant to this choice overload thing and she has a whole thing on how to stop being a maximizer and make a decision and be okay with it so she said the way to overcome it is satisficing and isn't that well there's a vocab word for you exactly i really do think that's a made-up word is it i think it's a mixture of satisfy and suffice I'm not quite sure why you're asking Kelsey and I because we're the two who've made up two words today. We look like deer in headlights right now. But I don't think it's like, what, Kels? We look like deer in headlights right now. (laughs) Not a clue. Right. Uh, Yeah. Riley's asking us if that's right. And I'm looking at Kelsey like, yeah, seems seems kind of vindicative of you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I would agree. Yeah. So I think I read something that was saying like, this is it. It might be a real word now, but it's one of those words that came about by putting two words together. Okay. So anyway, so how to overcome satisficing, which, you know, I should have looked up the definition, (laughs) but 
Um, I didn't. But she says, set your standards. And then once your standards are met, go with that option. Rather than once your standards are met, going with that option and then second guessing yourself and wondering if there was more standards you could have set or someone who could have hit your standards better. Okay. So this just reminded me. So in that podcast I was talking about um, in the beginning, um, there she was interviewed. She was interviewing a whole bunch of people and I wish I'm, I would, I'm going to misquote him, but um, as far as like who said it, but he said, the more we compare the thing we've chosen the more that thing suffers. Yes. Oh. And I thought that was so interesting. Yes. Okay. Because you don't suffer when you compare. Like, you're because then you just keep getting, you keep thinking of, like, the better and better and better. I do suffer. It's, well, but but it's really, it's your partner who suffers because they're never going to live up to that that next thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, it says, well, it says some words I'm not going to read because I don't really know how to pronounce them. But then the second definition says, accept an available option as satisfactory. Okay, okay. And that makes sense in my brain. Okay, so so Logan Yuri says, maximizers trust that careful analysis will make their life better ultimately, but that's not true. Not only are satisficers able to make good decisions – they tend to wind up happier about them. That is because sat- satisficing is not about settling. Satisficers may have very high standards and stop only after those standards have been met. But the difference is that once they stop, they don't worry about what else is out there. Mm. Like the grass is greener where you water it. Exactly. It's not greener on the other side. It's when you take care of your own garden, it's going to grow. Yeah. And have gratitude. And I, yeah, I think I love that idea because, I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but our therapist, Kate, has uh, had us do a non-negotiables list. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of our guide for dating. And this basically is telling you, okay, we already had, we already did half the work. We already put made our standards. This non-negotiables list is our standard. Once we find someone who checks every box, done. So, I love that. But okay, so Logan Yuri, when I said she had a formula, she has she used this thing called the secretary problem. I don't know if this is like a scientific thing. I don't think she came up with this, but apparently, it's like how. I don't even how to make a good decision or something. So it is you are interviewing a hundred people to be your secretary. Okay. And the question is, when is the best time to make the decision? Oh, and you can't go back and hire. Like if you interview the next person, no one else can be your secretary anymore. That's part of it. Okay. So you can't go back once you've already passed over someone. So it's like, well, you don't want to do it. You don't want to hire the person at the very beginning because you have 100 people left. You have 99 people left. You have 98 people left. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't know who else you have. 
But then if you get to the very end, maybe those, the last 10 people aren't good. So there is a mathematically correct answer to this problem. I can't wait to hear it. I know. It's so interesting. I don't, this must have been a study or something because she didn't just make this up, but, um, it's, you should interview 37 candidates, 37% of your pool. And then you pause and you pick the best candidate out of those 37 and then you keep going and any person that is as good or better than that, your benchmark candidate that you picked in your first 37, you should go with that one. Ooh. So the way Logan Yuri applies that to dating is saying, okay, say obviously you don't know how many people you're going to date. So you can't do it that way. But you can say, how many years do you want to date? If you started dating, what I started dating at what age? 15 maybe. So if I wanted to date from age 15 to 30, say, Mm -hmm. that's 15 years. Okay. You might want to get out your calculator. What's what's 37% of 15? (laughs) She gives me the phone. Well, you are Riley from accounting. Okay. You're good with numbers. So 5.5. So after five and a half years, that's my pool. So by the time I'm 20. Yeah. Who have I dated? Pick the best one of those. And then the next person I date that's. Who meets that. Who meets that or better. Then go with them. Okay, and now I'm looking back and I'm thinking about that. I don't like. Right now, I'm trying to think back. I'm trying. I'm. Let's say I started well, dating at 18 because 15 those high school boyfriends. I was gonna say you change so much that those people aren't actually your pool for what you would want for your whole your the rest of your life. Okay, so maybe I feel I'm like doing it even starts in your 20s. Well, I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I think I'm gonna pick the age where I feel like. I beca- started to become the person that I, like, want to be. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I have all- I feel like I've always been, a, like, a generous, a caring person, yeah. all those things. But I feel like I really, like, came into my own at, like, honestly, I don't know, like, 28, like, two years ago. I, yeah. like, I feel like I, like, changed my dating standards Yep. for, like, what I was going to choose. So I don't even know if I would want to count anyone before that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you have – but that's the thing. I mean, some of these people you have tried out and you've – all I'm saying is – Yeah. At the age we are now, we we don't have to do the math because we know we've gone through 37% of how, how long we yeah. want to date. We're past the 37% of that, right? For sure. It's, we'd have to date till we were 50 to get – you know, to oh, not be yeah. at 37 yet. Right. So – Let's just say you pick your favorite boyfriend out of all your boyfriends <laughs> and say it's him or better. I mean, Shout not actually out. him, but it's him, someone as right. good as him or better. Right. Okay, hold on. Let me let me think. I feel like are we are you going to name names, Stucky? Oh, never. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, no, no, no. I would not put them on blast like that. <laughs> I first and last name, please. Mm-hmm. We'll link it in the show notes. Right. We'll link their handle, Instagram right. handle. Follow them on Instagram. <laughs> um, 
do we want to kind of talk a little bit about our non-negotiables and like what that is and yeah okay i think it's fascinating to see how they've changed and how they've changed the choices that i make as a dater oh tell me about it yeah uh prior to starting therapy my list was like I wanted them to be this height. Yeah. yeah. I really prefer, I'm more into this color hair. Yeah. Um, I need them to be funny. Yep. Like, that was my list. Yeah. And thinking back, I'm like, oh my God. If I ended up with my six foot funny, dark haired boyfriend, they could be the biggest loser in the world. <laughs> and I wouldn't have cared because they were- Met your standards. They were- Tall, dark, and handsome. made me laugh funny. sometimes. Like <laughs> tall, dark, and funny. Yeah, like I like that better than tall, dark, and handsome. You what? Tall, dark, and funny. Tall, I like that better than tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah, yeah. like that's re- and saying that list out loud right now sounds crazy. I, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, but I think so. I think it's interesting because as they, as the as I've gotten older and as I have. I think I can confidently say become a better dater. Yeah, absolutely. My list is not so much about you. Right. Who's sitting across from me at the bar. Yes. It's more about how are you making me feel? Yep. Am I safe and secure? And do I feel a sense of like overall security yeah around you and I don't mean like I don't mean like financial security I I mean like if something were to happen or whatever and not like a not like something tragic but if something were to go down and I needed you Uh do I feel safe enough yeah emotionally and even physically Physically. to go to you yeah absolutely um so I think that's become one of my non-negotiables um I I want to feel desired. I want to feel, um, yeah. I want to feel like you think I'm interesting. Yep. The things I mm. say matter. Yep. To you, absolutely. Um, so I think it's it's more of this feeling now as yes. far as non-negotiables, and it. I think that's what's hard about meeting guys on the apps because I can't get that yeah. sense. Over a phone. Like, you can make, you could be the best guy in the world. And honestly, I would have no idea if you meet right. those standards. Right. So, right. but then also, like, it's also equally as hard to meet people in the wild. Right. So, I know, I know. And so then you feel like, okay, you feel like, okay, I gotta make these choices now. And, and the choices then become like these physical things on, your profile what have you said and then and then you start thinking okay well does do those things even really matter well yeah attracted to them. well yeah it all starts with that initial attraction though and it almost sounds like your non-negotiables have shifted from outside features to inside features kind of 100 percent or characteristics you know and which makes sense and like as you mature those are going to be more things that you're looking for but the tall, dark, and funny. That's so important. <laughs> I mean, the tall, dark, tall, dark, and funny is going to get you in the room. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say you can get that from Hinge, and then you yeah, can yeah. dive deeper to see if you're gonna make me feel good and interesting and safe. Right. Yeah, but <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah, about, like I'm not. I'm not saying you shouldn't be tall, dark, and funny. But but if you think <laughs> about it, like guys that I have liked in the past, I might not have swiped on Hinge. You know. Yeah. It's it's true. so yeah. like personality. That's so, that's so true. And vibe. How do we make these choices? Choice overload. <sighs> it's exhausting. It is exhausting. That's why I've planned my meals so I have more time, but... more energy to choose guys. <laughs> I'm meal prep, so I have more energy to choose guys. I love it. Yeah, I got a little bit more time on my hands now. <laughs> Um, on your fingertips. So <laughs> I think the non-negotiable thing, I, d- how did I not think of it before? I mean, people have their list. They're like dream oh. guy list, but this is like, I, I couldn't believe once I actually made my list with our therapist, I, well, not with her, but because of her alongside her <laughs> with her guidance, um, I was like, what was I doing before? Honestly, because I was just kind of flailing around like, oh, I I like that about him. And I like this about him. But it is so at this age, I think so important. I think if I were 17, it wouldn't it's not the time or place for that. You have to, you know, date around and see how people what you like, what you don't like, that kind of stuff have experiences. But I just, if you're 25 plus in dating, make your non-negotiables list because, or, or maybe if you're not 25 plus, if you are looking for a long-term partner, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I guess all some of my non-negotiables, I think my biggest one is, do they have the emotional capacity to make me feel safe Mm -hmm. because and I mean emotionally safe obviously physically too don't don't hurt me um but I I have a lot of emotions I am a very strong Pisces (laughs) (laughs) I I went and got a psychic reading one time and he looked at my birth chart and he he literally turned it upside down and he goes I have never seen so much Pisces in a chart I thought I was reading this wrong (laughs) and how did that make you feel um understood yeah because I am just a watery watery girly little ball of emotions um anyway so I need someone who can not be scared off by that. Um, yeah, it's say, hearing you say that reminded me of an like, but you also don't need someone to be everything. Yeah, for you at all times. Yeah, which was something else that like is new is like a newer realization for me. Like I yeah. felt like when I picked this person. Yep. And they picked me and him and I were in this now. Yeah. That 
they were going to be the person that I watched all my shows with. I told all my best jokes to, told everything, everything, you know, all the things about my day. And I was the exact, that's just not, I would never expect that from one single person in my life currently. I'm so glad you said that because I remember one time I was watching The Bachelor. This was when I loved The Bachelor. And I was like, okay, how many guys love The Bachelor? Like, I have to find one that does. Why? I thought the same thing. (laughs) Adam watches The Bachelor with me. So there's hope. Kelsey, are you trying to brag? We I all, hate to say it, but we all want Adam. He just okay. texted me and he said, wow. um, excuse me, Bachelor's on. He did? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. No. Wow, what a flex, Kels. No, 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 no. No, no. We are going to we are gonna have an exclusive interview with Kelsey Yes, yeah, stay later. tuned because <laughs> don't you worry. I have, I have prepped my questions, all the things I want to know about actually making the choice. Yeah. So we're talking about finding choices. Yeah. Yeah, Kels with experts. Kelsey's decisive Kelsey Thomas (laughs) yeah wait that's a first our decisive girl you've changed I'm different (laughs) she's different now she's different Um, built different okay so I guess that's all I wanted to say about non-negotiables I just they really did change the way I thought about dating and I do want to add that I only had like 10 or 11 non-negotiables so it's not like I have a list like I my turnoffs 40 no I don't have 40 (laughs) (laughs) okay that's okay so I have a question about that because I've never of course there are things that I wanted or looked for but I never made the list like you guys both have Mm -hmm. and so what you were saying if you if if a person doesn't check one of those or if if a person has one of your non-negotiables and you're seeing that even in the first date, it's like a no for you yep. for sure. Because, yeah. because those are your like, like those are your like hard where you draw the line. Yep. No matter what, even one of them. Yep. Yeah. And But they're important things. They're not, I don't have height on there. I don't have anything about looks. I have, I mean, there's I no, deni- well, but I think it goes back to, I think Kelsey, you said it earlier. There's no denying that tall, dark, and funny is important. Like, it's not, like, I have to be attracted to you. It's not necessarily a non-negotiable. It's just a fact. Right. Like, if I'm not attracted to you, then it's, we basically have a friendship. Right. Right. Yeah. So, but Kelsey, these these non-negotiables are like, once marriage at some point yeah or a committed relationship or you know depending on what I want you know um what else do I have on there my list is on my phone which is currently being used um I have we have fun together Mm -hmm. I mean if I don't have fun with a guy no I'm not gonna marry you or date you for an extended period of time you know so they're not like yeah. hard things. To <laughs> no, get. no. It was more like I wanted to know how you approached it, how you went into something. If if you knew going in, like, okay, they can, there can be two, but at that, no. After that, I just didn't know like what the number was because I had never like approached dating like yeah. that. So I thought it would be good to know 
too for listeners just like how you guys approach that once they do make a list of non-negotiables for them yeah I mean it's my list is all or nothing like you either you either meet all of these things and we can keep going or you don't check them and like you're probably still a good person but yeah just not good for me not my person right not yeah and I some of my non-negotiables aren't things that I can find out necessarily in one two-hour date yeah that's the other thing Kels yeah Yeah. like some of these I I need to get to know you a little bit like Mm -hmm. it needs to get past the like initial flirty banter Mm -hmm. for me to understand what your values really are I think the yeah the like simple way to answer your question is it's an all or it's all all in or all out yeah um yeah I now that we've talked I feel like we've exhausted our like how do I make the choice um I'm just really ready to we need to see what it's like to make when you've made it (laughs) when you're at the top (laughs) you're Uh, Kels you're satisficing oh you really wow we have a real life example a real satisficer in our midst wow how lucky we are Wow, that's honestly moving up there on top favorite words. Yeah, I'm going to find a way to use that. Satisficer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess this is kind of interesting thinking about non-negotiables. And I know, Kelsey, you said you didn't have a, like, formal list. But we all think about, like, what we want in a partner. So I, th- I guess my question is, what or was there anything – that you had to let go of that you felt like oh this is what I really want in a you thought this is what I really wanted in a partner but because it was Adam like was there anything you had to let go of yeah so there weren't necessarily um non-negotiables that I had that I had like listed out um there were definitely things that I wanted or I was so certain that I wanted um or thought that I wanted I guess so like one being when I'm at Adam I kind of like closed it off immediately like I just was like oh I'm not even gonna entertain this because he lives out of state like I was not gonna get into a long distance relationship especially after some of the hurt that I experienced in past relationships that I was like I can't dive in and build trust states apart. Mm -hmm. And then another thing a little bit is like lifestyle and his lifestyle and just like environment that he's in is doing a lot more and going out a lot more and being involved in like just liveliness all the time, like the party scene, like (laughs) constantly and that wasn't quite my experience in Kansas City um and like many of my friends were settling down and having kids and so I was certain that that is what I wanted at that moment and I thought it was a non-negotiable but then I realized it it wasn't necessarily something that I didn't want because then Mm -hmm. when I was thrown into it and I'm such a busybody anyway and social person that I'm I'm like thriving (laughs) honestly and I was like 
oh, like there's no, there's no timeline. There's no rule book. There's no, like you can't be in a healthy, happy relationship and still be having fun and like living your life. So Kels, do you feel like it was just a matter of like reevaluating like who you were when you guys met um, and like the lifestyle that you wanted? Like, do you think like that was um, like what it took to help you make that choice? Yeah, just reevaluating, I guess. And just, it kind of came down to the feeling of it. Like you were kind of saying, like, I just knew that I, like, I hate to say like it felt right. And I just knew, but that feeling was constantly there for me. And Adam was doing things like taking actions that showed me that he was there and he was in it. Mm -hmm. And, and, and showed me like the positives to living like the lifestyle that he was, or, or at least like living in Scottsdale compared to Kansas city. And it just kind of like opened my eyes to different and encouraged me to grow in a way that I didn't think I needed to, or, wanted to um so yeah just like kind of the constant like reassurance from him and oh it'd be fine because he is like he's so in it and constantly reassuring me that it's fine to do long distance and of course it's hard and of course like insecurities creep in and past trauma affects your current situation but it was like he was willing to put that effort in and constantly show me that I was a priority and that was like okay I guess this is happening like I guess we are doing a long distance relationship it took me a while to like get to the point where I was like okay I felt like Adam would he's like come on like will you date me (laughs) come on, just date me, Kels. And I was pretty stubborn about it. And I was like, no, like, I mean, we're like texting and FaceTiming and he's hanging out with my cousin. Like we're like dating, but I just, I was so hesitant to like, I guess put a label on it because I thought I was certain that I would not get into a long distance relationship or let alone like move eventually. Um, because I knew it would have to come down to, one of us moving and so right. um yeah I guess if, if yeah just constantly um reevaluating like you said just the feeling that you have yeah Kelsey has this book that she made Adam for her, their first year together <laughs> on their coffee table it has pictures and there's screenshots of texts and one of the texts from like early early <laughs> on said this ends in one of us moving, doesn't it? <laughs> Amazing. When was that sent? Like, and I said, "Yep, don't you miss the snow?" Um, oh gosh, that was sun, that summer that you met. That was that summer because I remember I was teaching summer school. Yeah, isn't that so? And wow. it was like lunch or something, and I remember texting while I was in the summer school classroom, and he said that, and I, yeah, I just thought it was so funny, and like, oh, okay, like we're doing this like we're both as serious as yeah the other that's amazing yeah well and that so as you were talking you mentioned um 
like when you know you know and so I guess I don't know it just made me think like is it even a choice at all because if it's this feeling of like when you know you know why are we even wasting time making these choices that we think we are making I'll I guess. tell you my opinion but I want to hear Kelsey well I yeah. just want to yeah so I guess like Kelsey do you think I don't yeah. know are the are the choices um, all bullshit or are is it when you know you know <laughs> no because I feel like there are definitely choices that come with it but I think I made choices based on my feeling okay because ah. I was but yeah I j- I mean like the effort for him and like him continuing to show up for me and him being like no this feels right like no we're doing this mm-hmm. it kind of convinced me to and I was like oh well, like I, I just safe. I I felt safe and I I kept I kept trying to talk myself out of it yeah Riley mm-hmm. tried to talk m- me out of it like I was like no like no I don't like yeah it's fine and it's fun and I like okay, him wait, like I we get along say, great I but only try to talk you out of it at the very beginning before you even had been talking to him I'm not like over here Kelsey's like madly in love and I'm like Kelsey, you know you got to get rid of him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just Riley, want the listeners I mean, Riley, to know. It, Riley loves Adam. This but is the very beginning when I was like, Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really you just had away. touched on that last episode. So I I was saying like, okay. even Riley, like Riley and I both were like, no, we're not doing this. We're I not, remember. We're not doing this. this is we're not I remember this like sitting yeah. in your classroom being like, Kelsey, this would be the best adventure. Like, even if it doesn't work out. Like. How unselfish of you. You're going to I Arizona. said, get rid of him. You're not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I definitely remember having conversations of like, yeah, like this isn't really what you're wanting. Like you want to be in Kansas City, but well, okay. But like, I'm talking about when she first started talking to him. When she oh. started considering moving to Arizona, I was like, you have to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I feel like, yeah, as cliche as it is. There were people in the past that I thought were when you know, you know, mm-hmm. but, but like looking back when you're on the outside of it, like they didn't show signs that they were the one for me. They, right. their actions didn't show that. And the way that they had made me feel in the past that I just thought that, oh, that was just like a fight or that was just mm-hmm. a little disagreement, but it ended up taking like a bigger toll, but like hindsight 2020 of course but looking back like it and it just came down to not being the right person for me like they weren't bad people and they it just came down to not being the right person and just like not having equal amounts of love for each other mm. and I've I've felt that from Adam from the get-go yeah, yeah. so interesting that you said you felt when you know you know before Cause I definitely have two. Yeah. And it was, I didn't know. I mean, clearly it didn't end up with them. So it's interesting to think maybe you just got to be old enough. <laughs> to well, thought you've known, you know, I don't know. I think when I have been in it in the past, I think I think I've, def- I've definitely felt 
that feeling of like, okay, this is it. But there's also been the other side of it where it was like, oh, this is it. Mm. <laughs> Forever and ever. Yeah. So like what? Well, sorry. I was just saying like, so I, th- I think maybe that's the difference. Like, yeah, I, ha- I have not, I have yet to be in a relationship where it was like, I didn't think that like, I've thought, oh, okay, yeah, this might be it. And then, but also then like, oh shit, this is it. Yeah. This is what. And you don't about? get to, you don't get to do it again. Like, right. This is, well, I'm like, this oh, is all this for the, is, ever for the rest of my life. This is what all the love songs are about. Yeah. But <laughs> Kels, the difference between what you're saying and what Stucky's saying is Stucky's like, is this worth it? And you're like, this is hands down worth it. Right exactly that's what I'm saying like I've felt like that too stuck but with Adam like it's not scary at all yeah yeah I'm like please please let this be it please let this be it so like I guess yeah yeah, I don't know so I guess the choice is a non-choice I get well my answer to that is both can be true like yeah I use my non-negotiables and my Mm -hmm. choice my decision making in because obviously when you know you know is an emotional thing right and it's a gut thing it's not a head thing and yeah yeah, you're supposed to make decisions from your body from your gut but also it is sometimes hard to listen to your gut when your heart is being swept swept off your feet right so totally there's all those drugs oxytocin and dopamine and serotonin and all you know keep going cocktailing up in your brain (laughs) a little blender up there and um they i think the choices in the non-negotiables list keep us grounded and they make sure the when you know you know person is actually once all that wears off is going to be someone that you could be happy with long-term once there's those drugs or... Well, yeah, that's so hard. I mean, because... Four out of my five boyfriends have been awesome people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag called out. I'm talk about this after. <laughs> I love that statistic. My like, you know, like the people I would consider like serious, like people I dated. So like, it's hard. You don't want to like break those people's hearts. Like, yeah, you know. And so it's it's hard to make that decision to be like, wow, I really love you, but not enough. Yeah. And it's like, holy cow, like. That sucks. That's a such an awful feeling. I think that I'd love to get into breakups in another oh, in a, like a future episode because I think that whole thing is an epi- is a episode in and of itself. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. Um, hey guys, you want to know what I want to know this week? <laughs> you don't have any more interview questions for Cal's? No. Okay. That's it. What do you want to know then? I want to know what you can't relate to. Okay. I got a good one this week. Uh, uh, what can top Nickelback? Honestly, nothing, but I have a good one okay. this week. And I really think you guys are going to agree with me. I want to hear it. Okay. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. 
I don't relate to people who don't pack for vacations in outfits. People don't do that? uh Uh-huh. I witnessed it today. Okay. Let me tell you a quick story. Yeah. So my friend is leaving. She's taking her family to Disney World this week. Her husband, she came home. Her husband is just throwing things in a bag. Like willy-nilly. The chaos that ensued. (laughs) And so then she, so she FaceTimed. She were FaceTiming. And she's like, these are the clothes he brought. He didn't even, he, he, these don't match. None of, none of these things go together. And he was like, they don't? What? Okay, this isn't seeming like a normal person thing. I don't know. This is if there's like one, there's gotta a guy be. thing? If there's maybe. one, there's gotta be more of them. That's true. And it could be a guy thing because guys seem to have more mixy matchy clothes, it feels like. I don't know. I, I, it like hurt watching them unpack his backpack and then try to put other, like, I was like, I don't. What did you do, sir? Right. That's, what sort of decisions went into this? Like, it, it stressed me out. He was suffering from choice overload. Honestly. He just threw his closet in the back. Yeah. I don't know. But that is my, can't relate. And I have never not related something Yeah. Wow. Nope, can't relate. Kels? Sometimes I just, like, will put some, like, jeans and leggings. And... Uh, yes. Oh, you have but, your outfits, and but, then you're like, well, maybe I want shorts instead of jeans, so I put shorts in there. You, Yes. Right. But I didn't necessarily plan them with a specific shirt. Okay. Again, yes. But generally, okay, okay, okay. you have an outfit a day. Keeps the doctor away keeps the doctor away and, and okay you know, yeah i see what you're saying and you know what's like in your suitcase like you're not just like oh this orange shirt and these yeah, blue okay, pants right. look fine <laughs> like like you have a general like palette that you're working with yeah right and and you've mapped it out in your brain like right honestly i'm sweaty and stressed <laughs> thinking about it all over again <laughs> We need to move on. We need to move on. Kels, what can't you relate to? Okay. Sometimes I feel like I live under a rock when it comes to celebrities Mm -hmm. and like especially actors and actresses. And there's so many movies that I haven't seen or people will like quote something and I'm like, (laughs) I like laugh along with it and I have no (laughs) idea what they're talking about. And... I just, yeah, so just like I can't relate to no, like if I went out on the street, okay, there were so many celebrities in town for Super Bowl weekend, and a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, did you see any, I've, I've had people, m- multiple people ask me this question. Have, did you see any celebrities like in Scottsdale? And I was like, no, and, and no, <laughs> maybe I did. I, I don't know if I did because I maybe did. I saw Jason Aldean because I went to his concert. I saw him. You paid to I see can, Jason Aldean. <laughs> yep, pinpoint that one. But the others, honestly couldn't tell you. Wait, actually, we do not have a story about that. Did you see a celebrity while you were there? 
I kind of did the same thing Kelsey's talking about. I we were at a restaurant and oh, I started I didn't this one. staring at this guy. Yeah. And I was like, I I can't tell you what was going through my mind other than I just he's an interesting looking man. Like <laughs> like I stared at him for probably five, five seconds, which doesn't sound that long, but I just like But when you're staring at someone, that's a long time. Yeah. And I I I couldn't tell you what was going through my head. Not even really familiarity, just like his face is nice. Like it was Tony Gonzalez. Oh my god. He used to live on my friend's street. So you would probably know. He used to live on our friend's street, but one of his other houses in LA. Casual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one. Anyway, one, wow. You know. So you can't relate to people who like keep up with pop culture. <sighs> not not super well. No. Okay. Well, you know, and Kels, that's okay. That's okay. I need to do like they do in The Parent Trap where oh, – I'm quoting a movie. Um, in The Parent Trap where they have that board and they're like going over the whole list of family members because yeah, they're about to that switch and they need to know who everyone is. Yeah, but you I know need to do that for Hollywood. <laughs> you know how celebrities there are? You need to find oh – I just watch know, the but we can start singer. somewhere. Oh, wow. I can never go to Hollywood. That's such a I can idea. never go because I won't know anybody. Kels – you what yeah. Riley just said you need to watch the masked singer because that's celebrities from all over all genres mm. of entertainment but also mm-hmm. I was gonna say maybe just you, pick a genre of celebrity you like and okay. learn those people and be able to really yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about well them. that's the thing she knows the that that's why I'm like that's okay just lean into what you like don't yeah. force yourself to learn this is you don't yeah this is a good about. can't relate I know I just want to be able to when someone says like oh yeah did you see that da, 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 and I can't even think of a picture in my head yeah of I know people who are dating are and I'm like it's mostly no, like actors for me that you don't yeah. know or that you do it's know. like Catherine Zeta Jones who is that yeah um and just like I don't know random yeah, I don't know. Okay, anyway. Right? Are we on to are, are oh, oh, are we on to me now? We're on to you. Okay. We're doing my ics again. Your ics. Okay. I I I'm going to be 100% honest and let you know that I should have put like a star next to the <laughs> ones that I've already read, but I I have a general idea and um I know which ones you already read. Okay. Um this one kills me. I hope I haven't read it before. Sunglasses that look like he's a baseball coach. <laughs> Everyone can picture it. I, I, My brother is a baseball coach, so I know exactly the type of glasses you're referring to. But what if he actually is a baseball coach? <laughs> he gets a pass. Uh, okay. Only on the baseball field. Okay. What if you're going somewhere after the baseball field? Sure. Does he have to change? Nope. Okay. He's fine. I'm putting together an image in my mind of the past X plus this X, and I'm just like making yeah. this man loose boxers. And it's a long short jorts. Yeah. Yep, with small ears and baseball glasses. <laughs> small ears. Okay. Um. Also, this will be a crowd pleaser. Puts up a window shield on his car. <laughs> you mean for like the like sun? a sunshade? You mean for like the sun, so it doesn't get hot in his car. I do that. I've done that since 16, and I did have an Ed Hardy one for about three years. Oh. With koi fish on it. Wow. 
<laughs> and I did get that idea because of Kelsey. Because of Kelsey. But here's my thing. You're just, you want I'm them to be egg. uncomfortable? No. That's how you prefer them? Let me tell you one thing. <laughs> when I, one of life's most simple pleasures for me is getting in to a scorching hot car after I've been scorching. inside with air conditioning. I do not turn the air conditioning on in my car for like 15 minutes. I love that feeling because I'm... You also sleep with an electric blanket. Right. I'm always cold, right? Yeah. So if I'm like in the grocery store, I'm freezing and then I get into my car and it is like a sauna in there and I'm... Yeah, it's the best. You do realize everyone has different body temperatures right let me tell you all these are just like none of these are non-negotiables okay well right well i think the flip-flop one the shorts the long shorts <laughs> okay this is gonna be my um this is gonna be my favorite one and i think what my what we're gonna yeah. end on won't dance at weddings i could not agree more <laughs> If you are going to be a wallflower, get out. Why are you here? Why are you even at the wedding? The best part is the dance floor. I'm going to require one slow song and two fast songs from you at a wedding. Like that's going to be my requirement. You don't have to be on the dance. You don't have to. You don't have to stay on the dance floor the whole night. I'll be fine. Yeah. Well, this is one of those things that's like. And what I was thinking of when we talked about. Can I have other people for that? Totally. You know? Totally. But I want my person to be someone that, like, can be silly with me on the dance floor. And that's part of it. That's the, it's mostly about the confidence and that can we be goofy together. Yeah, but it could not agree more if you won't dance. If you won't even entertain the idea. Right. And it becomes, like, a thing. Bye. Can't relate. Can't relate. Guys... This has been a good one. This has been fun. I do think we need to plug, like, rate, review, subscribe. Like, thanks for listening, everybody. Mm. Um, we're loving seeing all the reviews or, like, views come yeah. in. Um, but, like, if you want to show us some love, um, hit that five star. Hit that five star. Um, the email. Can't. Wait, what? Bye <laughs> at can'trelatepod.com. At Stucklebug. And I might let you follow me. She might accept you. I am at Riley Buckler. And then what is yours? At Kelsey Thomas 3? Mm-hmm. Yeah. K-E-L-C-I-E. T-H-O-M-A-S. Three. <laughs> the number. Number three. And then can't relate dot pod on Instagram. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Like us, share us to your story, tag us, and stay tuned for a fun giveaway. Ooh, a giveaway that I didn't know about. I love that. I love surprises. Mm. You heard it here first, and so did we. <laughs> All right. And, th- and that's why I'm saying stay tuned. Hasn't been released yet. Ah, wow. yes. Love that. Mm. All, right, All right. Love you. <laughs> love you guys. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Oh,